0: How you doing, mate? I'm doing
1: well. I'm doing well. You've yeah, been
0: refreshed yeah. after your day off? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> was, it, was it a peaceful day off?
1: Yeah, it was. Rachel um, had a friend come over. Mm. Um, she does, I don't know what the proper word is, but decorations for weddings. So, like, you know, you walk in and, like... a Styling? Styling, maybe, yeah. Styling, she, event styling? Yeah. So, basically, she... Her name's Besner. Besner, if, you know, go to a fancy place, you know, you've got, like, your name tag. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Right, so, they did a bit of cross-businessing. Um, so, mm. Rachel took photos of her stuff. Yeah. And Besner's going to get featured in some magazine. And so, so yeah. I have a photo of Rachel Livingstone. Yeah. So, that's all yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. Sort of this... You know, I scratch your back, you scratch mine. Totally. I'll give you photos, I get some free promotion out of it. So yeah. So I was hanging out with the kids while Rach was doing that. So, so the downstairs area was turned into like it was crazy busy. I just had all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw. <laughs> they just like rearranging these tables yeah. and cutlery, and I was like, oh man, what a de- depressing but cool job because like all this work goes into <laughs> it. And then, oh, like, a yeah, moron like me comes in and just, like, ruins it all <laughs> <my sake. laughs> in Yeah.
0: You know. It is quite funny, you know. Yeah. There's, like, a lot of, like, art that, like, um, takes its beauty from the fact that, like, it only exists for a moment. Yeah. And then like, just, that was something oh, that we used to, like, talk about in theatre. As it lives, it dies. Yes. Which is yeah. fascinating.
1: Well, that'd be, like, a, like, you know, as a drama student. Performer mm. is that Once it's over It's like people forget like, oh, Yeah That was nice <laughs> Yeah
0: The particularly depressing thing Is when you um uh, Like actually Like finish A run of shows mm. And you've got to Like pack down The entire set And you just like Come in with like Chainsaws <laughs> and, Like <laughs> taking apart sets And you're like Throwing your costumes In garbage mm. bags oh. And you're just like Oh <laughs> <Yeah>. It's over <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: But uh, yeah I guess that's part of life though You
0: know mm. You can put Yeah Something beautiful about it. Yeah, it just ends in a moment. Yeah. But, totally. Yeah. And uh, you, you had a little bit of a shopping spree on the weekend as well. <laughs> yes.
1: Uh,
0: I did get some new boots. So Eey, yeah. So I, good. Um, they're looking
1: good. Oh, thank you. I went to some, I can't even tell you the name of the shop. It was just some men's shopping oh, I thought hotels. you meant
0: like contractually obliged. Like they're oh. not a sponsor of no. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you the brand. You know Triple J? They're like, oh, I went to a burger joint. <laughs> oh, no, I
1: mean, I couldn't even tell you the name of the shop. Yeah, In sure. fact, uh, we'll... I know it was on level three because I I went there on Saturday to get my old boots fixed from Mister Mint. Yeah, the guy there is just like, oh, dude, these are they're done. Yeah, I've been
0: there before. I I
1: actually got a bit sad. I had them for four years. I had sort of a sounds weird like a semi-private funeral. I said, thanks (laughs) boots for the years, (laughs) and chucked them in. (laughs) It's so good. A bit of emotion, and then I went into the shop and really liked them, but I had. Asher and Hazel, because Rachel was at a wedding on Saturday, and mm. Asher was on my back about getting food. So I said, oh, I'll come back with Rachel on Monday." So when they got the, but I'm so hopeless at shopping, man. So I get mm. to level three. Mm. I said, "Oh, Rachel's on the left." We're walking to this shop, nah, this shop, nah, nah, nah. And I was like, oh, wait, that's it over there on the right. <laughs> I was like, I get disorientated in shopping
0: centres. But like shoe shopping as well is like, I don't yeah. know, for me particularly unenjoyable. Jeans, because I've got like these like Christmas ham thighs that I can't like, I got to like find the like perfect jeans <laughs> that actually fit my legs. Always like loose around the waist, tight on the legs. Oh, yeah. And then shoes. They're like, I don't mind like like shirt shopping. I don't know, hat shopping. Hat like, shop shopping shopping yeah.
1: She'll pop into Kmart and it's like, oh, you need more jeans. I'm like, yeah, I do. She'll get me a couple of pairs.
0: And... I feel like you guys could have been the kind of couple where like when you started dating, maybe she started like dressing you better. That
1: is 100% what happened. <laughs> I, If you talk to Rachel, when I... Her words were you were a, a dirty looking bogan type. Like I used to cover back in the church because I was a lifeguard. So I would lifeguard out in the sun all day weekend and then come to church just in my lifeguard shorts and mm. usually just a singlet or a shirt. Mm. Like... Thongs, bare feet, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just didn't care. She's like, you just looked terrible.
0: So she fixed <laughs> <laughs> me up. Yeah, and em- and was it's like nice. making like subtle adjustments. So like okay. my like old style was like I like to wear quite like bold prints, mm. but I used to do like three mm. different bold prints in one outfit. Ooh. So her saying okay. was always like, you gotta choose one <laughs> accent. <laughs> per, per outfit. And then everything yeah. else just needs to be really plain. Yeah. So yeah, like it's not like sometimes less is more when it comes to prints. True. So that was her tip, yeah. which I've tried to take to, but I still don't not think that. I necessarily dress yep. as pared back as she would like. So, okay, <laughs> you no, know, that's what you got women for. So, so I, I feel like every lot. single week we have a very strange segue. We here's, do. Here's my segue this week. Okay. Okay. So we are like somewhat representatives of our wives when we start going out dressed in these outfits. And it's like, hold on. Like, if you're going to go out, you need to be an image bearer of something that I am proud of. (laughs) I like this. I like that. Yeah. I I feel like it's not the most strange segue we've ever done. No,
1: that's like a current (laughs) affair worthy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Next up. Yeah. How how kids aren't getting brushing their teeth off. (laughs) Um, So... you spoke on image bearers, I did, yeah. which I love. I, I think you said a um, couple, maybe a week or two ago, you're like, um, you're telling me about how you're going to speak on I'm like image bearer. You're like, I did it. I found like an in. I feel like I can really relate to that when I'm like preaching. I want to figure out like a somewhat unique in because mm. there's nothing worse for me when I'm like listening to a sermon and I already know what the preacher's going to yeah. say. So, this was like sort of a really interesting in yes. to this idea of spiritual gifts, yeah. of being image bearers, mm. and kind of going from there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everything flows from Genesis. It does, actually. <laughs> Genesis 1 to 3, it's just the foundation of scripture. Yeah. yeah.
1: Because I was really challenged, and this is my personality, is I ask questions. So, I read the, the typical spiritual gift passages, which. Uh, and then I was like, well, where is Paul getting this from? Mm. I was like, this isn't just coming out of it's a good. bubble. He He's. Just it's really like good. saturated in scripture. So I was like, where's this image of the body coming from? from mm. Carinthi- particularly 1 Corinthians 12. And this made me think, well, it has to be like, obviously the Hebrew scriptures he's ripping off. Mm. And it's like, well, the body image of God. And so then I started this rabbit trail of exploring the image of God and spiritual mm. gifts and the idea of as, yeah, image bearers, we mm. reflect characteristics of God. Mm. Um yeah, so he's a bit like rule, like we rule like God, like God rules over the cosmos. Sure. We as humans rule over the yeah. earthly domain. Yeah, um, yeah. God obviously has creative aspects. We as humans have creative aspects. Mm. There's this sense of right and wrong. Yeah. within us, it's yeah. Like the image of God's very, very deep, and so mm. there's there's obviously like continuity between aspects, different characteristics we have, sharing God, and obviously dis- <laughs> a lot of discontinuity. Yeah, We're yeah, still yeah. just. For sure, flesh and blood, and God's yeah. omnipotent, divine yeah, yeah. God, yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah, just that idea. And so, so it made me think, oh, let's take a step back and actually look at the idea of what Adam and Eve were called to do, yeah. as image bearers, yeah, and how's that connecting
0: with the church. So, yeah, I love what you that's... said that spiritual gifts are representative of God's character, yeah, that was really interesting. Like, the this idea of every gift is somewhat ties back to God's character mm. and like I was even kind of thinking about a gift like administration mm. when you start tying that back to um, how that Sort of feeds into like how is God an administrator, mm. right? You're like, well, he's creating order, yeah, right? What's like he's he's making things sort of he's he's putting them into sort of groupings mm. and and ordering things and out of a chaos of whether it's mm. you know the very matter of existence mm. or some tax returns or yeah. whatever it is, you know, he's making order mm. in that. Uh, I think that's just a really profound way because I definitely think that. Uh, We can be guilty sometimes of um, counterintuitively to scripture, valuing some spiritual gifts more than others, right? Um, And yeah, just seeing that, you know, those ones of... Yeah, I mean, like in 1 Corinthians 12, like Paul talks about how it's like the lesser parts yes. of the body, which, you know, mm. are almost more, more important, yeah, you know, more. that are exalted and are shown mm. more sort of modesty and all this kind of stuff. So as we kind of talk about this sort of inter- interconnection of spiritual mm. gifts and sort of image bearing of God um, and, and the body... Um, When I think of like spiritual gifts passages, I definitely think of the one Corinthians and Ephesians Mm, sort of passages. It's interesting that in both of those letters of Paul, he also uses the analogy of the body of the church. So there's this like deep interconnection there that, but the, I don't know, you could disagree. Maybe there's one that I'm forgetting, but I feel like they're the two letters that I think of when Mm. that really, those lists, those call lists of spiritual gifts. And he also uses this image of the body. So that's fascinating. How, now, seemingly for Paul, there seems to be this interconnection of God, like the body of God, mm. the body of the church, spiritual gifts. It's all image bearers of God. And I didn't even talk about it, but like the fact that the church is called the Bride of
1: Christ. And mm. then in Ephesians 5, he's like talking about husband and wife having sex and he goes, but I'm actually talking about Christ and the church. And you're like, mm. for him, it's like marriage is the union mm like a, of you know man and a woman but sure. also the the bride of christ us yeah. the church yes yeah. and that's like that unity and so even that image of the body there there's a yeah that's like with marriage there's this oneness but also separateness and that's yeah. like Paul was, paul's was saying too like there's this oneness of christ but also we're separate too it's this strange mystery it's a mystery sure which is what it's really, yeah. Cool. And I, I like love
0: it. that idea as well that as we are joined with Jesus, as we are joined oh. with the Holy Spirit, out of that, we are able to create, to oh. procreate. Yeah. You know, and this idea of you said that we are created in God's image, and this idea, which I always love and get super excited about as a creative person, mm. thereby created in the image of a creator, we are creators, mm. which is great. Yeah. Um, and like for us, we're kind of talking about you created, or oh, you created, <laughs> you <laughs> you gave us this image you didn't create this image but you you gave us the image from the bible of uh from eden sort of rivers flowing out sort of eden expanding Mm. um how for you does that look in how can we use creativity Mm. creation um in a you know somewhat maybe literal sense Mm. maybe in a somewhat more metaphorical or spiritual sense to really see that spread and proliferation of eden so i guess one of the things for me like looking at
1: What's the role of church in society? It's a good and question. It's, it's a really it, good question. That's what it came down to. And I guess what I was trying to get across was sharing the experience of like Rach and I in Lao and even what's at the centre is like, mm. well, the church like Adam and Eve were called to rule and subdue. Mm-hmm. Of the earth, and as image bearers of God, we've still got that same mandate. And it's—I yeah. didn't mention this on Sunday. I should have. But it, ruling and subduing—it sounds in English like a really like dominating term. It sounds intense. It does sound intense, but there's this concept of, like in the ancient world, of kings were meant to be shepherds, and so when you, this was the ideal king, mm. which is I guess Paul, ultimately Jesus is—he's the shepherd king—is mm. that. Yeah, shepherds ruled and subdue, but not with, like, a dominating authority to destroy. Mm. It's to, like, you still need to to rule. Mm. (laughs) You need to subdue, obviously. And this is what I was unpacking a bit about. Mm. is this little bit of tension in Genesis 1 and Genesis 2 and 3 is that the world is created tov, good, Mm. very good, Mm. good for function. But then outside of Eden, we know it's like thorns, thistles, yada, yada, yada. So Mm. it's like, oh... So was just this one place created to be really good and it was meant to spread out? Or was the mm-hmm. whole world created good? It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a bit of a tension there. But mm. I suppose for me looking at it as the going back to the idea of church is that as a church we have that mandate is to, to use that language to spread Eden in our community. Yeah. And to ask that question, okay, what does the kingdom of God look like? And so we know with Jesus, well, there's no pain, no suffering, yada, yada, yada. Okay. Mm. How do we do that in our community? How is yeah. we as a church ensuring that there's justice being met, that people are, who are sick are uh, looked after, who are lonely? And I see that as like spreading out Eden. Mm. And, yeah, if we took that mandate seriously, then and one of the things that I love about the Centre is that um, it's known across the community... Did I tell this story the other week about being in the Telstra shop? No. Uh, we're, in the, we're in the Telstra shop because Optus is hopeless out here at <laughs> <Our laughs> reception. Right. That early. was an unsponsored shout out to
0: Optus.
1: <laughs> um, we just, yeah, anyway, so we're, uh, we, we, bite, we bit the bullet and changed to Telstra just to have that better reception. And um, we're talking to the lady in the shop and sh- she just asked what we did. And I said, Oh, I'm the senior pastor out at the centre, Dural. And she's like, The centre? She's like, I play netball there. And so we had yeah. this really great chat about, end up talking about Asha and our experience in prayer. She has a Hindu mm. background. But mm. So I think, like, people know the centre. Yeah. And so, yeah, if the centre shut down, there'd be this big black hole yeah. left in the community. So for many people, the centre, yeah, it does something positive yeah. in their lives. And that's why yeah. we need to be as mm. a church is showing Jesus. That's very really cliche, but showing Jesus to spread mm. to Eden and to be transforming our communities and so if every local church is doing that then Mm.
0: we're
1: theoretically multiplying and growing Mm. I guess that's even more of a challenge now in a post-Christian culture and Mm. I I quoted from Eugen Malteman after the war he was uh so he was a prisoner of war during World War II and was converted I think he was in Ireland or England he was in the UK he was a prisoner there he was converted and so he was quite a prolific theologian and mm. Yeah, just that quote about, oh, there's a number of German pastors who just saw theology as just irrelevant. It's like, well, if I want to change society, I need to be a social worker. I yeah. need to actually do something yeah. practical. And I have to confess, there's times that I sort of felt that a bit, like, particularly when we're in the Hospital of Asher. Sure. Just all these doctors. I'm like, man, like, yeah. what do I have to offer here? Yeah, yeah. I can yeah. pray. Yeah, yeah. Read yeah. scripture. And so, but yeah, as I keep going back, it's like, well, it we're called. Yeah by God to be image bearers mm. so therefore we actually have a really important role in society, mm. I think that's part of the spiritual warfare attack is like, oh, church has no relevance in mm. this, but the gospel, people say people may not have, you can't, might not be able to google how to parent your kid from the but the concepts are there, you can draw out like, yeah. you know, how much TV should I watch a week or how do I deal with this issue,
0: there yeah, may not yeah, be yeah. a verse on
1: that, but yeah. you can draw a theology out that can help guide and shape discussions mm. around different issues so it was
0: interesting so i felt like one thing obviously um Jurgen came to a mm. uh, you know great sort of <laughs> uh i suppose conclusion mm. that ultimately the church mm. was hugely relevant yeah um but uh, i almost think like uh, i think that he's kind of creating this like black and white um, sort of juxtaposition which which isn't actually like completely holistic and I mm. think it's something that you in a few weeks are going to talk about like yeah. with attributes yes. and this idea that um, it's not about, oh, you know, my, my job, I suppose what I'm trying to say is it's mm. not about being like, oh, okay, I currently work in an optus shop, yeah, yeah. right? Um, I would be able to proliferate the kingdom of heaven so much greater if I was a... You know, um, pediatric surgeon. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, well, look, don't get me wrong. Like, we need pediatric surgeons, and there are pediatric surgeons who are Christians, I'm sure, who would do a phenomenal job in bringing the kingdom of heaven in maybe a much more direct way yeah. but i think it comes back to this idea of like even in your in your work like mm. what is your sort of way that you're yeah. bringing the kingdom of heaven in that space mm. right and that idea that it's not either or it's both mm. it's about being completely you know sold out for mm. jesus in whatever sort of landscape that you're in um, I know we kind of um, were chatting about this the other day, but I won't, I won't, I won't say who. But somebody <laughs> on on Facebook posted um, this sort of re, repost, which yeah. I found really interesting, and it was by another reverend. Um, <laughs> and its uh, post says, "In heaven." Mm. dot dot no one is sick no one is in poverty no one has a monopoly on resources no one is exploited to maximize production no one's value is measured by the bottom line and then it finishes imagine if this is what we christians meant when we Mm. prayed your will be done on earth as it is in heaven Mm. and somebody who is also a very respected Mm. you know theologian in the comment section sort of balanced that out a little bit Mm. because i think that i mean like i get excited by that um but Maybe some could argue that's a very uh, left-wing um, leaning mm-hmm. sort of focus of what the kingdom of heaven looks like, and obviously it needs to look holistically. Mm. And he sort of maybe offers a li- bit more of a right-wing mm. sort of option, and he says, "Is it impolite to say that this list is a great corrective of some conservative evangelicals, just as a list that stated no one is aborted, no one is sexually immoral, etc., mm. would be a great corrective of some progressive Christians?" Mm. I think that's like this interesting thing that it's like, it's not just one thing, right? right. It's, it's, it's all it things yeah. and it's that real balance. Yeah, and to sort of say Jesus just cared about social
1: justice, it's like, yes, he did. But also he taught a lot <laughs> <laughs> because both, you know, he's there teaching, like last week, looking at the parables and mm. the gospels. Only give us a snippet of what he actually talks sure. about. Like the yeah. implication in Mark four is that Jesus was teaching the entire day, that's yeah. why he fell asleep in the boat. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah, teaching yeah. on. He's yeah. exhausted from it. But yeah. at the same time, too, he's casting out demons, healing. There is this holistic mm. approach to the gospel, and yeah. I guess there's some churches that are guilty. I I, I guess this is why we're wide. Why we need a team. Like I, my gifting is obviously more teaching side yeah. of things. I not that I don't have a heart for it, but some people like, that's their thing is social justice yeah, can, yeah. or administration. And that's why we need a body just sure. to move forward. And as yeah. to quote Rick Warren, we're saved to serve. Yeah. And that's the importance of actually using our gift. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's how you can reflect God in this. Mm. If you're a good administrator, <clears throat> yeah, we need good administrators to sure. bring order in the disorder. We yeah. need teachers. We need yeah. people who care about others. We need people who can do hospitality. That's mm. why we're not an island where a body together mm. each part mm. to riff off There, you know i can't say oh, yeah, i don't yeah. need you like yeah. i need mean, each yeah. aspect to work yeah and which i have think a different is, role yeah
0: such a good point as well like mm. i do need you like it's not just like oh like yeah sure like things would be a bit easier Mm. if we had like an eye or a hand or a foot it's like no like I need you like everything is serving one another and it's this Mm. idea of you know save to serve I think that idea of serving can be on so many different tiers Mm. you know it can be serving one another which I think is important Mm. sometimes I know you know when people are sick people Mm. are going through hard times like serving each other and showing brotherly sisterly love serving obviously God you know, yeah. but also that other part of serving neighbor in like the mm. outer, you yeah. <laughs> know, that, that was that's one of the things that hopefully got across
1: is like, yeah, sure, we we save to serve in church, and yeah. that's but also like throughout your whole life, offering offering your bodies as a living sacrifice yeah. that's part of it. And if it is you're working at the optish shop to use that, yeah, you can do that. Um, yeah, I actually, I found lifeguarding in some ways weirdly quite a spiritual activity because sure. I would it, it, often I'd stay on the pool deck for hours and just like reflect particularly when I was part-time like pastoring at Lidcombrella I'd write my sermons on pool deck when it's quite like a little notepad yeah. so I'd be reflecting on theology and praying and sort of like oh wow I feel like like actually had this opportunity to commune with God in some mm. ways more deeply than sometimes ministry because ministry itself can just be yeah. something like hustle and bustle where actually it was forced to be like mm. paused and you know, s- contemplate my own time so yeah whoever you're
0: called to mm. that's something very visceral God. about mm. being like a lifesaver as well like it yes. almost has that shepherd par- um yeah. like parallel to it mm. of like oh, like being someone who's overseeing a flock mm. and, pr- and quite literally yeah. saving mm. protecting well, yeah, making sure people
1: aren't drowning yeah
0: so. that's like really interesting yeah hmm so i think that one thing which i was really intrigued by is you mm. um Spoke about different characteristics of God, and we've looked at the idea of creator. Um, but I'd love to look at like this idea of namer yeah. that, you know, God mm. named things, mm. and then he gives Adam sort of this commission yeah. to name the animals. Yeah. What does that sort of mean in a bigger sense? I'd love to unpack yeah. that a bit. Like, what does it mean for us to be... Because I feel like it's not just literal namers. I yeah. feel like there's more to it than that. Yeah. What does that mean for you? So, naming implies some sort of authority. So, mm.
1: God can name things that gives him authority. Mm. And that's what's really special about Genesis 2 in particular, is that Adam, all the animals come to Adam. And, you know, it's the only bad... only thing that's not good in the... the, the World is like the lack of a helper, mm. an Azer, which mm. isn't implying like Eve is below him. Mm. Like God is called an Azer, a helper, so mm. you know it's ensure that he can fulfill his function. But yeah, it's Adam naming animals. It shows that he has this authority over them, and then parents too. We mirror God by naming our kids. That shows an authority over them, mm. and particularly in the Old Testament, naming names were given to reflect character. Mm. So I'm pretty big on like that and Mm. see that's what was naming, yeah. Like Asher in particular. So his name, full name is Asher James Everett. Mm. And so Asher means happy blessed in Hebrew. James is a derivative. It's the Greek form of Jacob, which can mean deceiver, or grasping <laughs> the heel. And, like, Ash has lived up to that. Like, the doctors are like, oh, yeah, like, this kid, we don't understand him. Mm. And then Everett is my mother-in-law's um, maiden name and it means strong wild boar. Mm. And so, in many ways, like, I've seen this kid reflect all these mm. different aspects of his name. He's, like, a pretty happy little dude most of the time. Mm. He's a pretty blessed little guy. Yeah, He... <clears throat> Has grasped, <clears throat> pardon me, grasped the heel multiple times, yeah. grasping on for life and deceiving too, you know, just trick the doctors with his complex anatomy. Yeah, that's cool. And then just is too strong to <laughs> die. <sometimes>. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, ah, like, oh, kid's too stubborn to die. And then, yeah, that's yeah, really so cool. So that was, and then Hazel, ah, uh, look, yeah, Hazel's name means nut. <laughs> that's the, she she was more named after family, but and I've seen that. Is Hazel she a bit is, of a nut? She's <laughs> a bit of a nut. She is a very like yeah, Hazel Margaret Naylor. That's but yeah, that's what I see is that this idea of um living out your name, and so biblical characters. Mm. De- Ezekiel, may God strengthen him. Mm. He's called to have a head as hard as flint. Samuel, God hears, mm-hmm. and Samuel does hear from God. actually. Mm. Moses drawn out mm. and he's the one who draws out the israelites and yeah. so yeah yeah there's this sense of you know, naming and, that, and that's mm. part of it what adam does when he names the animals which we're not told well it wasn't tiger lion <laughs> in mm. English, but mm. this sets that they're performing a function, so he's mm. setting up what the animals are to do, which is just remarkable. That's which fascinating. Is like Psalm 8, Yeah, goes, what is man, that you're mindful of him, yeah, yeah, the son of yeah, man, yeah. that you care for him. Yeah.
0: And then sort of interesting, um, like, so I love this idea, the relevance of name being so much more than a title. Mm. It's almost It's almost like doctor, <laughs> mm, mm. you know. It's not just a, a title or a name. Mm. It also is indicative of what you do which kind of comes right back to your gifts. Um, And then I love that like Jesus comes on the scene and Mm. he starts giving his disciples new names. He starts redefining their identity. He starts saying, no, like, you know, you're going to be the rock of this church. And even like, it's interesting, like I kind of thinking a bit, not not a perfect parallel, but, you know, something like, you know, naming like Hazel, like, you know, a nut (laughs) and having that really like, bold vivacious personality and those sort of like sons of thunder that sort of like tongue-in-cheek idea of being like you know like you know this bold idea i love the idea of you you know having that like james jacob like Mm. that's sort of like originally from my interpretation like it's it's a bit of a negative Mm. idea originally and i love the way that almost in a very you know jesus god-like subversion way you've taken something which is negative and turned into this beautiful positive positive. um and I love the idea that, yeah, like God gives us a new name, right? Like it's this idea that when we are born again, when we are, uh, yeah, fully step into our new bodies, our new mm. creation, our full identity in God, that he gives us like a, a, a new name. Yeah, I wonder if like that'd be like a cool, cool thing. Like I wonder like what's what's like the new name that God has given. Yeah, me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, I think one thing that I'm mm. really intrigued about is we kind of um were talking about before about how Jesus goes on the scene and he mm. starts kind of doing all of these these miracles. He starts mm. teaching, he starts showing all of these elements of the kingdom of heaven. Mm. Um I'm gonna confess that I think sometimes I like to be a jack of all trades um and i think that this is the other side of the importance of knowing our identity mm. not only what we do but maybe what we don't do yeah and like not as in like you know we don't lie cheat steal mm. as in like hey like maybe administration isn't for you Yes, <laughs> i think like that can knowing be like that. the other side yeah. um what yeah i mean like do you find like it's sometimes easy to you know read The gospels about Jesus Mm. and almost like want to do it all like Jesus is that something that you Uh, I I kind of was cured of that
1: um, because I was when I first started at Regent's Park because I was oh when I first started there was three of us in the office like I wanted to be everything Mm. and (laughs) is listening at NT Wright and he just said like ah yeah I just found my calling Mm. and I and my giftings and so that I think that gave me great comfort is realizing that well. My, my gifting is more around the teaching side, I think. Mm. I wasn't, mm. yeah, because I had that real traditional view of pastoring that, like, the pastor goes and visits old people. And I just found, like, I just couldn't do it at Regent's Park. I was just spent too much time with board matters and church matters and just school stuff. And I kind of feel this guilt and then realise that actually it's not what I've been called to. That's what other people can do. That's why you mm. have... Mm. And what we do here at Dural, like the small groups, is you got your first port of call. Mm. And that, I actually found that quite liberating. It's mm. that, yeah, I don't have to be all things to all people. And mm. Mm. yeah, because the, there were pastors that were like real pastorally minded. I feel almost guilty. I was like, oh, I'm a really terrible pastor. And I realized, well, actually, I was called to something different. And it's same here at Dural. Like I'm mm. called here, and we all are. We're called mm. to be something different. And so, mm. yeah, I just found. My giftings, and also read a book called Strength Finders mm. by Gallup, mm. and he's like, man, like don't try to like fix your weaknesses. Work on your strength. That's where sure. like your energy. Yeah. yeah, and then the yeah. book Strength Finders, <clears throat> I think it's Tom Rath, the author. I can't remember, but he opens up this illustration of his guy. All he wanted to do was play NFL football, and for years and years he trained and didn't make it, and da, 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 da. and then eventually he got. A run, and you know it was like, yay! And he goes, "What a waste!" Like, imagine spending your whole life trying to like achieve something that you're never gonna be good at. Totally. It's like you're better off to just stick to your strengths. Totally. And then let the others like balance your weaknesses slash growth areas. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I love working in teams because I realise, oh yeah, you you can do that. Oh, well, you can do that. Yeah. I can do
0: this. So and good. So yeah, so, it's so good. super important. Well, I think that's kind of a perfect segue into mm. we're taking a one week break for Mother's Day, yes. which is going to be great. We're going to have some mm. ladies, some mums of our church reflecting yeah, yeah. on motherhood. We and have to what. have like, some guest speakers. I think we definitely yeah, need yeah. to do that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that the three people we're having, I want to like maybe leave it a surprise yeah, for the yeah, pastor's yeah, yeah, desk. Yeah, yeah. Create some oh. hype for the pastor's yeah, desk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's that? Um, I reckon they might be able to come in potentially. So yeah. that would be cool to try and good. organise that. So, yeah, like next week, we're going to be, after Mother's mm-hmm. Day, looking at spiritual gifts more specifically. Yeah. So we'll look at those passages from Ephesians 4, Romans
1: 12, and 1 Corinthians like 12. Just those traditional passages yeah. on spiritual gifts and just sort of unpacking that a bit. And yeah. A bit, more, like, a bit more practical, I guess. Sure. Just sort of like... Yeah. I, I love Genesis, but, you know bit more practical stuff like yeah. okay how can your giftings look like practically on a sunday or throughout
0: the week serving at well, the center so but, good yeah. looking forward to that well thank you as always Mitch. Yeah. i think that it's going nice. to be a, a really cool series as we continue to yeah, yeah just explore and discover mm. more of who god has called us to be mm. so it's very exciting <laughs> thanks, man. thanks for the chat bro yeah. <laughs> okay. see you guys sunday